to Calabici Fashion Cast. I'm Claire and joining me <laughs> are my two little sweat stains, Brad and Claire. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I love you. <laughs> Last week you were on my slippers. This week you're my sweat stains. <laughs> The most, the most lovely, sweet-smelling sweat stain <laughs> ever. Uh, Claire, who else is with us? Oh, and we have a special guest <laughs> this week. I'm sorry, who is not a sweat stain? Who is uh, uh, a regular Canadian hero? It's Matt! Yay! Hooray! I'm so heroic. Mine and Tammy's <laughs> podcasting buddy, and and Brad's podcasting buddy actually, because we all do podcasts together. We're so incestuous. It's Matt. <laughs> Hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> so, Matt, I know a little fact about you and your quantum leap knowledge. Matt fact. Because Matt fact, Matt quantum fact. You only have season two of Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah. Is that correct? Yes. So that's why you're guesting on season two. <laughs> yes. It was a random Christmas present. Whoa, that's <laughs> pretty random. My, yeah. My mom's like. I think he likes Quantum Leap. I'll just grab him this, probably not realizing that it was season two. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Did but you watch it at the time, or you've been holding off? You know. No, I've I've watched the whole season. Yeah, That's the only season mm-hmm. I've seen. It's the only season I've seen through since it aired on TV. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But with this show, season. there's not much of a like a continuing story. Like as long as you know the premise, you can watch pretty much every any episode. And like yeah. every third episode, they remind you of the entire premise of the show. <laughs> yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, uh, let's uh, not put it off too much longer, even though we want to. Ooh. Let's do a 60 second summary. Oh boy, friends! Aye, aye, aye. All of our- oh, was that? Oh, uh, guys, the doorbell just rang. Uh, <laughs> add that yep. person to the list. Add them to the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See who they are and add them to the list. <laughs> oh, hello, I'm vacuum salesman Bob. I'm just here. To, uh, you like me to summarize something for you? Also, well, I'd you love to uh, recap Quantum, Quantum Leap. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and. Tammy do this last feels like 10 years ago oh, wow. it really has been I every week though I'm like it's gonna be me it's gonna be me though, can I point out there's a ghost name on the list there is there's also a blank which is weird yeah I'm like way down there yeah, at the very bottom like the ghost has to not show up and then <laughs> I, and then Matt has to die and then I would go <laughs> it's kind of amazing um, so Claire please take a moment <laughs> Collect your thoughts. <gasps> okay, I'm collecting them. Um, what happened? Okay, I think I've got more. What people were wearing. What was going on? Um, <laughs> what the hell the captain does? Um, <laughs> whatever, Captaining. <laughs> whatever you have to discuss this in as much detail as possible um, within 60 seconds without going over or ridiculously under, because uh, then you would be. Um, a gross Christian chump. Um, ah, no! And you'll be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, so Sam has leapt into the body of a... Hello? 
and he is defending this woman who is uh, being tried for murder because she murdered this guy that's the son of the family she works for and he was shot in the head um but sam believes that she's innocent because he sees it in her eyes uh so um basically she has confessed already and she's like i'm not swearing on a bible or whatever so sam does a bit of investigating <laughs> Um, but um, uh, so well, uh, in the so in the end, uh, yeah, she was innocent. It was the uh, the crazy mum or something because she gave money and then like shot her son, and then the woman escapes at the end and is going to learn to read. Hooray! Reading rainbow. The end. <laughs> Should we disqualify that one? Uh, I'm wondering. There's about six seconds there where you uh, so oh, whatever I... her whatever her time was minus six seconds off that. Um, well, okay. I, we're gonna have to give it to her because uh, she just got fifty six seconds. Oh wow! So, so she was close just to being a chump. Barely. Um, oh yeah. So I don't know, guys. Yeah, don't minus the six seconds. Don't minus the yeah. six seconds. So. Uh... <laughs> if guys, if you had said to me that I was not only a Bijan Freeze chump, I was not only a Robin Williams chump, but I was also a crazy Christian chump. I think I might just throw myself off a bridge right now because they're the three worst things out. <laughs> yeah, you've been, it's been pretty harsh on Claire, you. You've been pretty terrible. Oh. I've been pretty, pretty chumpy lately. Uh, it's, um, you need to talk to Ian and like learn how to stretch these out. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, teach me. Teach me all you know. Uh. All right, uh, Claire, what are some fun facts for this episode? Okay, well, okay, this episode on Owl's Place was adopted by Sherdran. Elise. Sherdran, a.k.a. How would you say that? Elise? Elise? Yeah, I would say Elise. Sherdran. This person loves all the trivia because there's pretty much IMDb credits for everyone on here. It's kind of amazing Um, in, in full. Um, so, I mean, I can't even look through all of these, but there's yeah, there's so much on here, like what everyone's been in. Um, but there was a little bit of Sam trivia that is that he remembers Perry Mason, which isn't that exciting. Um, the other bit of trivia is miscellaneous trivia. The in the car scene where the captain is driving Sam home, the blue car behind them was the same car later used as Dottie's car in the episode Eight and a Half Months. So we can look out for that. And then also, this episode and the trilogy episodes, which is a trilogy of episodes set in uh, Louisiana, were set in fictional Louisiana parishes. This was set in Twelve Oaks Parish, and that is the name of the Wilkes family plantation in the book of Gone with the Wind. And Trilogy took place in Potter's Parish. Um, Only Southern Comforts, which was another episode, was set in uh, a real Louisiana parish. I said parish so many times in that sentence. Yes, it was a lot of times. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Some other stuff I saw was um, they talked a lot about the dates and how long the leap lasts. Because it seems like it's only supposed to last two or three days. But then if you actually look the date up on a, like... A calendar from that time, like based on the day of the week the trial started, like it actually would have ended up lasting like eight or nine days mm-hmm. based on what the judge was saying. And there's no way, there's no way that the leap lasted eight or nine days. So, yeah. And I, I can't figure out most of the time how long these leaps are. No, it's it's because sometimes I feel like did this leap just last like a month? 
and we just only saw the first <laughs> couple days, and then him leap out, like, because, like, even that one where the, with the terrible family, like, did they just get the headstone, like, the next day for their, st- <laughs> their death's done? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so he has to, he has to live with other people's spouses for, like, a week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what confused, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Matt. Oh, that's what confused Mel the most. She like what, the scene where he walked into his home and his wife met him. He's she was like, so does he like fuck other people's wives? Or I'm like, no, he never does that. And I'm like, does he ever do that? <laughs> Season one, Sam Beckett oh, would yeah. have. Season one, Sam Beckett was fucking everybody. Oh, totally. Yeah, he was farm animals. <laughs> yeah. Season oh. two, Sam Beckett, not so much. No, they've, no, he's they've done yeah. a weird thing. And it's clearly intentional at this point. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. he just is scared of women, practically. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bizarre. Uh, uh, I've got another bit of trivia yeah. on here, which made me laugh, which is um, the person who adopted this episode, in their personal review, says, the sweat stains on Sam's shirts was, without <laughs> doubt, the best prop in the entire episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> she says it keeps the tension at a slow, subtle simmer that you know that you can feel slowly building towards a rolling boil in the pressure cooker. <laughs> that is the storyline. That is what she says. <laughs> um, yep. All right. Oh, yeah. uh, we also find out that the person who adopted this episode is a writer. Uh, oh, no. Because <laughs> they said, as a reader, <laughs> viewer, and especially as a writer, oh. <laughs> I tend to prefer drama, well-written and or acted drama, which is why So Help Me God is among my favorite dramatic Quantum Leap episodes. You understand, Brad. <laughs> I'm going to punch this fool in the face. <laughs> As a writer of notable Quantum Leap fanfiction, selling my fanfiction at um, farmers markets everywhere. (laughs) Oh, or in the. uh... (laughs) Well, I would like to buy some more Quantum Leap fanfiction to add to my collection. Guys, we were at a farmer's market earlier, um, and there was a dude selling his book there that had a pull quote from Jimmy Buffett saying it was the funniest book he ever read. <laughs> oh, no. Cool. Oh, what was it about? <laughs> Not sure. It was something called, like, taking the bait, or I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it was some fishing reference. <laughs> it was some real hurt yeah. animal shit. Yeah. I think he had a straw hat, that guy, as well. <laughs> All right, uh, Brad. What was happening on this day uh, of the leap, uh, guys? Uh, we're back to not much happening. Um, he leaps on the twenty seventh. Not a lot. Oh, sorry, the 29th. 29th. Oh, um, the International Atomic Energy Agency was established. Oh, for you atomic hmm. energy fans out there. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, um, there was Opal Progress was very excited about that. There was an earthquake in Acapulco on the twenty eighth, so he just missed that. <laughs> Were they, were they going loco down in Acapulco, Brad? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Mainly because of that quake. <laughs> um, also, guys, uh, you could have watched the Jack Parr Tonight Show. That was going strong. Um, and some real Ooh. classic films. Uh, the Elvis film, Loving You. Um, uh, Clark Gable's Band of Angels. And uh, Reform mm. School Girls. <laughs> so, Ooh. if... Uh, to see some reform school girls. Ay, ay, ay. Nope. Uh, yeah. That's everything that was happening 
absolutely everything. <laughs> everything everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking the others. So really, no. nothing. Well, everyone's favorite Ru- Russian gymnast, gymnast and coach, uh, Nelly Kim, was born. So happy birthday, Nelly Kim. <laughs> happy birthday, Nelly. Wherever you are. Oh, Probably I'm sorry. Dead. I'm, no. Also, also, it was also the birthday <laughs> of Lithuanian Swiss chess player Viktor Garifkov. So, for all you Garifkov heads out there, <laughs> this is your day. Yay! Nice. Hero. All right. Uh, well, let's get into. I have something else that happened, uh, by course, the way. Please. Well, it didn't happen then, but it happened yesterday. Was I was wondering. What the when this uh, these episodes were in syndication, what the opening monologue was of the show, that famous monologue that we all know and love. So I thought I'd look it up, um, because I I feel like it changed between this season and season three. And then I thought uh, I don't want to just have a look at it like you know as it is. I thought I might uh, run it through a bit of a gazoogle and then see how it came out at the other oh, end. Boy. Would you guys like to know? Sure. <laughs> Shall I read it? Should we do a dramatic reading? Okay. In my best British voice, by the way. Theorising that one could time travel within his own game time, Dr. Sam Beckett hustled an elite crew of scientists the fuck into the desert to pimp a top-secret project known as Quantum Leap. (laughs) Pressured to prove his cold-ass theories or lose funding, Dr. Beckett prematurely stepped the fuck into the Project Accelerator (laughs) and vanished. Y'all know that shit, motherfucker. Dude awoke to... <laughs> He's leaving, motherfucker! Dude awoke to find his... <laughs> Dude awoke to find his dirty ass right up in the past, suffering from par- partial amnesia and facing a mirror image that was not his own. I ain't talking about chicken and gravy, bitch. Fortunately, <laughs> contact. Fortunately, with his contact with his own time was made all up in dome wave transmissions with Al, the Project Observer, whose ass rocked up in the form of a hologram that only Dr. Beckett could peep and hear. Shit, this ain't no joke. Trapped up in the past, Dr. Beckett finds his dirty ass sleeping from game to game, putting things right that once went whack, and hoping each time that his next leap is going to be the leap home. (laughs) Oh, we gave up on that a long time ago. I don't think he cares about leaping home anymore. Oh, man. So it's been quite a while since I've seen this show. I know that Al and Sam come from the future, from, from, from the 80s standpoint. Oh, so we know the exact date yeah. they come from? Yeah. What's yeah. the date? What's uh, the date? 96, wasn't it? Yeah, 1996? I would say 95, yes. 96, somewhere yeah, like that, right. yeah. Okay. All right. I was, oh, I was always curious about that. and I, I watched many episodes, but I don't think they ever said exactly. No, Matt, Did, don't you remember? Didn't you dress like Al in 96, Matt? Isn't that what you were wearing? Yes. We were all watching the OJ trial and uh, um, wearing silver jackets. <laughs> I was going to guess it was the early 2000s, but yeah, 96. <laughs> oh, the 90s. It's the year before Judgment Day happened. Oh, the 90s version in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we open up on last week's episode where he was Jimmy, and I once again thought... Poor Jimmy, they're going to think he can do CPR and save people's lives when he leaps back in. Pressure's going to be on. 
I often yeah. think about that how the how the person who comes back is gonna have to deal with all these things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like this guy in this episode, like at the end, he gets a promotion and stuff. Yeah. But we know, like the real guy is this real cowardly Wait. sad sack. Yeah. Racist so he's asshole. just gonna like. Yeah, he's just gonna like piss himself in fear, being like, "Oh, I gotta do real work." And he also so, yeah goes back to being racist after being all yeah. Yeah. yeah and he's got he's up and moving his his wife with him to Louisiana as well like yeah. maybe he doesn't want to move to Louisiana but he's doing <laughs> it now yep uh, all right so we leap into uh, a court case and. Sam doesn't know what what the hell's going on as normal as he wouldn't, right. and uh, they're asking f- for um, you know after the long pause. I think the judge even says something about his long pause taking a dramatic pause. It's like yeah, dramatic pause. <laughs> yeah, and he asks you know what does he plead? And he pleads not guilty because he looks at Lila and can see it in her eyes. You I can see it in her soul, Tammy. Deep down. I mean. This is like, I mean, this is coming in a little too late in the game. Yeah. Yep. Um, and everyone in the courthouse is just like shocked that he is uh, saying not guilty. Everyone's like, oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they're all fanning themselves, not just because of the heat, but because of their shock. Exactly. And then we get the long opening credits. Uh, Great opening credits ever. Yep. I love, I love, I love the one part of the opening opening credits. It's edited together so well. It gives a sense of momentum where the car's speeding at you. Yay! And he flies the across best. the top of the car yep. and throws the punch, and it all looks like one move. Like he speeds <laughs> so the car at somebody, flies through the windshield over the over the hood, and like, <laughs> like connects with the fist. <laughs> oh, so that's good. A, that's an awesome part in that episode as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's in this season, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was the start of my sister's crush with Scott Bakula. That that shot with him going over the hood of the car. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do we think when Sam looks in the mirror? Uh, that guy <laughs> really dumpy looking. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Yeah. I was like, wow, Leonard's a goofball looking dude. Yeah. Mm. I was glad that he had like Sam was actually wearing glasses and Leonard had glasses in the mirror because if, if you remember in like episode two or whenever it was how the test yeah. was won when he was Doc and it was weird that in the mirror he had glasses but Sam didn't have glasses <laughs> so it, it kind of broke my brain because then if he wanted to take his glasses off <laughs> Sam wouldn't be holding anything yeah. I, I, yeah, and I don't know. It breaks my brain. So I was glad that we he didn't would have, have been that, holding that the aura of the glasses, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, also, when we meet uh, Shuggy later, I'm like, how did this dude get Shuggy? <laughs> like, yeah. She's not bad. I love Shuggy, and it seems like you know she's of the time. Probably. I would think she could have. Well, she's. Had her they're pick. both terrible racists, Tammy. So maybe the that's whole what. Whole town them is terrible racist. Like that's it's not Louisiana. A, yeah, it's Louisiana. They're still terrible racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I mean, yes, I hold it against them because they're terrible racists, but it's it's who that whole town is. Yeah. So that's not gonna say she can't get anybody because she's a terrible racist. If anything, if she was vocal about it, probably could have gotten more guys. <laughs> I just I don't understand how she ended up with Leonard. It's, yeah, I mean, well, he's a he's a lawyer. Uh, he's I a good guess. career. There's probably not a lot of lawyers in this sleepy little town. Yeah, 
Let's who else is there? There's the sheriff. Ooh. The, ca- the captain. The, the, uh, uh, yeah, and the sheriff. Yeah, the yeah, sheriff's sheriff like Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. He's a cartoon character. The sheriff, um, we need to spend about 35 minutes talking about the sheriff's accent. We do? We do? Because uh, <laughs> I have giggle. no clue what's going on there. That's like... I, okay, well, I guess we'll get you, because, yeah, we'll, yeah, get, we'll, there. we'll get there. <laughs> There's some stuff. All right. So, um, Sam is in there. He's saying, well, he said not guilty because he doesn't think she's guilty. And the judge and the other lawyer are just not having it. Everyone, I thought the as the episode progressed, everyone got a little more comfortable with their characters. But probably for the first ten minutes, every time we meet someone new... I thought everyone's character was so over the top, (laughs) including (laughs) this judge and specifically this other lawyer. Like, I think he hits the table at one time and it's like, what is happening with these? Well, it's clearly, they've worked out this plea agreement. Yeah. Everything's said and it's like, oh, what do you plea? Not guilty. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I just... uh, They're all hot. They just want to go home and drink some lemonade. Yeah. And eat some egg salad. Egg salad. <laughs> or so there was brownies. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was no oh boy when he came in. Is there? A, I thought there was an oh boy every time. No, we're fine. Not every not time. Every there time. are like because he's done an oy vey before, and like with this one, it was murder, and like there's a lot of different ones. Mm. I think we're still settling in. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because season one was only like eight episodes yeah. or something, so. In season one, he was he was fucking everybody, and there wasn't all this god talk. Yeah, mm. and he didn't yeah. have a problem lying to people. Yeah, <laughs> like I I feel like some fucking like Christians got in the mix and like did something with the censoring of this show because all of a sudden it's like oh well what are the big guy upstairs like shut up with this god shit like <laughs> no that's something I remember about this show for sure is that it was very yeah. it, felt very Christian it, like kind of like Little, Little House in the Prairie kind of that kind of thing. It didn't have that until the second season. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. But again, first season, only eight, eight episodes. Right. But it's just, uh, yeah, it's all about instilling good Christian morals. But I, with that, I I had a question. I don't know if this ever happens or if it's already happened. But, like, they're usually about, you know, teaching good morals, being good to everybody, you know. Being no white saviors. Yeah, we got it. No matter if they're black <laughs> yeah. or white or whatever. But do they ever tackle gay issues in this show? Oh. Is that... Is that, like, um, is that a step too far for the whoever's running the show? I I honestly cannot remember if I they so. do. I think in an episode coming up, they they mention about uh, like cross dressing, which I know is not the same thing. No, I was going to say we've already think, done. I think that that's like as far. Too, so. No, but it, it more as well. More. Like I think, yeah, I'm thinking of an episode coming up. I can't. I don't think they do. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I really, I'm pretty yeah. sure they don't. Late eighties. Yeah. Nah, I yeah. Don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the the classical Christian thing is like, oh, you know, be good to everyone, no matter if they're black or white or oh, but those gays. Yeah. <laughs> those damn gays and those bisexuals. They're even worse. Yeah. me going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't figure out who you are, Claire. Jeez. Oh, I'm just so greedy. <laughs> I know we should burn you at the stake, but I just need to know specifically what for. <laughs> or I can't fill out the burning papers right. The burning papers. <laughs> oh, I like to think there's just paper documentation of everybody well, that's now, been now, I crucified may be, in some I way. I may be an intolerant bigot. 
hell-bent on, <laughs> on murdering people for their moral failings, as educated by me and my magic book. But I do believe in doing it the proper way with the proper paperwork. I want, I want everything signed and notated. I want to put it in a filing cabinet in case people got questions in the future. Can you imagine? Why'd you burn that center? A notary republic, like a notary public coming to sign the documents and having. Um, can I see your ID, please? I just, I just need to make sure the paperwork oh, is in proper order. Oh, you got burning papers? Well, I'll stamp that for you, Brian. <laughs> Buford, Buford, we got some burn papers to file. Oh, well, I'm glad to see it. <laughs> you know, like oh. watching this episode and your and your impression there made me realize that, uh, like, there's not coming from a, a Canadian uh, television watcher experience. At least I've never seen like burning papers. A, yeah, well. a, I've, <laughs> I've, ne- I've never seen a positive like depiction of like a classical southern person like they're always like duplicitous and slimy and racist and i'm sure there's good people in the south but like i just i hate that type of character because i I see no positive versions of it there's no positive versions (laughs) (laughs) so does that person not exist in real life a a good a good southerner (laughs) i live in florida which is like Yes, it's it's technically the furthest south, but My it's not really south. the south. So I I honestly wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm not, so you know, it's just I'm, I'm just I'm talking about the, the classical. Yeah. I'm just talking like the classical like Southern Belle, like yeah. you know Colonel Sanders that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> like what's their sweet tea the and all south, that. And Mississippi, mm-hmm. Louisiana, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah that kind of. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really no. It's bad, guys. It's bad. It's just as bad as you think it is. Don't let anybody <laughs> tell you differently. <laughs> uh, it's so bra- bad that Brad had to escape. Yeah. Okay. And left right. that <laughs> accent behind. <laughs> Never had one. I know. You don't have to. No, you really Guys, don't. Guys, listen, listen. If anyone's listening that has a southern accent, um, that's a choice. That's a choice. We we have television. We all know how people should sound in the world. You don't have to sound <laughs> like an idiot. You can realize as a child, that sounds dumb. I should talk like the people on television. And then just don't talk like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like a Yankee? (laughs) And I would say, like, anyone living in the U.S., like, every kid is watching TV. So it's not like... (laughs) I mean, you got those handful of parents that are like, I'm not letting my child watch so much TV. You're letting your kid watch TV. Yeah. Give me a break. Come on. Really, you guys should all I'm talk like me TV, because so you're talking TV. the Queen's English. Exactly. You don't yeah. want me trying to talk like you. That's terrible. I <laughs> <laughs> sound like I should Step be in Tom. Mary Step in Tom. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I sound like I should be in Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. I want to talk like Michael Kine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, guys, uh, sorry, I've just remembered in random news, um, the guy that's like stepping into the shoes of Dick, like, you know, the Dick Van Dyke character in the Mary Poppins sequel is Lin, um, Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin Miranda Manuel, what's his name? You know, Hamilton Man. Miranda writes, what's that? The Burt character. I am Hamilton Man. When, when yeah, Manuel Miranda wrote a hit Broadway musical, he gained amazing powers and became <laughs> Hamilton Man. 
I wish he would just Best change superhero his name ever. to Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of the Tony goes to Hamilton Man. <laughs> Why, I'll be accepting this. Uh, <laughs> I can't reveal my true identity. I am Hamilton Man. <laughs> it's just him wearing a wig. <laughs> Oh, if they announce, like, Disney are like, we're really pleased that our new film, Moana, yeah. all the songs will be written by Hamilton Man. Uh, <laughs> Yay. All right. Okay, back to the... Anyway, I was very excited by that, and I kind of hope he's going to have a Cockney accent in it, is what I'm saying. Oh, please, yes. that would be a delight. And you have to have a terrible yeah. accent, yeah. like a terrible Cockney accent. Oh. <laughs> uh. What if he just did a different, really offensive, over-the-top <laughs> accent? <laughs> uh, like what? Like what, Brad? She's <laughs> oh, I, I was thinking we just go full uh, short circuits. Fisher <laughs> <laughs> Stevens? Oh. <laughs> oh, Johnny Five! <laughs> oh, man. I remember being like a tiny kid and thinking that that was offensive. Like, that, being like, that's that, that guy's not Indian. That's a white guy. Ooh, what I, the hell? I don't think I knew until no. like I was in college. I was I like, think, yeah, it's just that guy. Yeah, what? yeah. I think like a Ansari has like a whole bit in like one of his ups about like how like that was like the Indian person you saw on TV until you realized he wasn't. Yeah. Indian person. I just remember seeing hackers and being like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> he lost his accent. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. Okay, alright, alright. Serious time, guys. We're talking about uh, this episode. Um, first off the bat, uh, by the way, is I think all of these suits are kind of bland and boring in this episode. They are. I mean, yeah. he's wearing I do. Ties, I do, however, like but... Sam's little bow tie and glasses. Uh, they're yeah. kind of cute. But his hat later is kind of ridiculous because it's almost too small yeah. and too tall for his head at the same time. <laughs> so Also, everyone is, like, sweaty and gross in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no AC. Yeah. Um, and I would like to say, oh, it's probably meaning it's summertime because it's July, you know, we know. But I'm like, ah, this really could have been any time. <laughs> like, mm. sure. <laughs> Especially I mean, that's like here. regular Florida weather. So it's a place yeah. on Christmas Eve. Um, so, yeah, he's, so they come back and he's sticking with a not guilty plea. Yep. And then he gets a ride from the captain. What? Who Evil is Colonel Sanders. What is happening? So the captain <laughs> is Houston's father. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. What is he the captain of? Um, he's well, he's a Life. captain of industry. <laughs> Maybe. He's a yeah. he's a Civil War captain who's tra- traveled to the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm guessing he's yeah. He was in the military, and now he just runs around being racist in this town. Wow. Well, the um, the actor, he looked familiar. He reminded me of Brian Cox, but <laughs> it's not Brian Cox. He was a bit Brian Cox, yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just like... I do like the fact that even when he's like saying these horrific things, like later to, to Shuggy and to Sam about, you know, he's going to just be working pro, pro bono or whatever. But he's always, like, so nice and smiley and genteel, you know? Oh, yeah, and He yeah. plays it quite well, but he's just a piece of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and even in here, he's, he uses the N-word, and uh, Sam has, like, 
a conniption fit just like in the car <laughs> over it. He almost he almost throws up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like, but it sounds like and again saying about like at the time like we did last week. Sam's like, listen, you can call her this or that or colored or whatever. And I was like, no, Sam, no, you can't. No, <laughs> <laughs> things have changed. Um. So the guy that played the captain, um, he was in uh, being John Mal- Malkovich playing Captain Merton. <laughs> Uh, Maybe yeah. he's an actual leaper. Hmm. He was also in the X-Files episodes Paper Hearts. Yeah, Paper Hearts was... Oh, like, that was a good episode. Uh, yeah, that was a good episode. I that was the one where uh, Boulder let a child killer out of prison exactly. and uh, yep. unlocked his handcuffs in his sleep and uh, almost got a young girl killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> classic Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, classic Mulder. <laughs> God damn him. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, we also had. Sorry, I just uh, leaping back for a second. Uh, we <laughs> we also had the beginnings of everyone talking about wanting to sleep with Lila. Yeah, that yeah. Was a thing that started right in that that little like judge office scene where they thought that's why he was saying she's not guilty because he wanted to sleep with her, and I was like, what? <laughs> like. Well, that it seemed like it seemed like a conclusion these kind of people would make. I didn't. Yeah, think yeah. but it was like, like but even then the captain talks about it and yeah. he's real gross about it and almost like he wanted to sleep with her and I was like, why I does everyone did. want to sleep with poor Lila? Seriously, the captain's like, oh, I seen her down on her knees, scrubbing yeah. the floor, yeah, and, and her like, skirt hiked mm-hmm. up, and I'm like, she's fucking cleaning, like, stop it. <laughs> Listen, the only person who's allowed to say that a woman must be a pretty sight when she's bent down on her knees is the current president of the United States, okay? Which is something that he's actually said. He's obviously the only one allowed. What's what's wrong wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I don't know. (laughs) Don't you guys love freedom? (laughs) Freedom isn't free. It's got big ideas. Big ideas. Small hands, big ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, he also kind of brings this. I think this might be the first time we uh, hear about Sadie as well, and you know what she's gone through. Like, why are you putting her through this? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Sadie's an interesting character. Yeah, I like Sadie. I feel so bad for her. God, I feel so bad for her. Oh, and I feel bad for... I mean, like, I feel bad for Lila. I feel bad for Sadie. The end of this episode, like, had me close to tears. Oh, it's harsh. Yeah. It, like, got... There's real. a few moments, like, real. a few lines in this episode, and they are, like, kind of chilling the way that they're delivered, like, certain lines, like, particularly from Sadie. Like, there's a yeah. few, and you're like, ooh. Particularly if you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, this... I, I Overall, this episode is super contrived yes but like yeah that that like oh that's that's yeah at the end but i mean i i just kind of like last week's episode like i think they do a good job for the 80s with the subject matter they're dealing with definitely and they make it they make it all very heartfelt yeah absolutely and and i don't like I said, I for me, the acting by any and all of these actors at the beginning of this episode was real harsh. Like, real mm-hmm. over-the-top, real, like, I'm gonna get my accent in there. <laughs> and it was, it was tough. But then they all kind of mellowed out toward the end and kind of actually mm-hmm. became the characters. And so I was like, okay, all right. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he drops... How- Go ahead. Oh, 
I was going to say, how often does he make these time travel rookie mistakes, like forgetting that the random rights aren't a thing yet? Oh, every week. <laughs> every, every week. week. <laughs> also, the call, saying Al in the courtroom, yeah. when he sees Al, he he's, cannot close Also, when he's walking through the park later. Yeah, he's walking yeah. through the park later just talking to Al. He's yeah. the yeah, every week. opposite of Lance Henriksen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, uh, oh, also in the cars, when we finally find out what this trial's about. Yeah. Like, it's a while, yes. which I, I think is yeah. good. Um, but, like, yeah, he finally yeah, finds out. Yeah, we're 11 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's the captain's son that was killed, and that's what this trial is. Yeah. It's a murder trial. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah, so the captain drops him off, and we meet Shuggy. Yeah. Oh, Shuggy. I like Shuggy's outfit. <laughs> yeah, her dress is so cute. And her hats, it's all, like, like yeah. this hat and the other hat she wears, I thought... Like, her face and everything worked with those big hats. She was... Yeah. I couldn't pull off those hats. <laughs> I was... Um, in the very beginning of the episode, when they're talking about um, how they didn't uh, think he would be the one that would be um, attracted to, to this girl. Um, yeah. Because he, he didn't seem like the type to to fool around all that. I was thinking we were going to find... This was going to be, like, a sister. He was yeah. just, yeah. like, a single, unmarried, like, you know, dweeb. Well, until, until she started talking about playing Rhett Butler. Then. Yeah, I was like, whoa, okay, so this this, this guy... Oh, that was gross. Okay. Fiddle Dee Dee? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. I didn't oh, understand like, it. Thank I was like, pie, a pecan I pie. This, yeah. Like, Fiddle Dee Dee. Oh. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't, don't want to know what it means. No. Um... But yeah, Shuggy right away is calling uh, what's her face her colored whore, Lila the colored whore, and it's uh, and she's the one where we learn that Houston took her to his bed at fourteen. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, oh, this is not good. Yeah. I, again, this is material you wouldn't be able to put into a show now. No. Just why I'm glad we have this show. Yeah. It's, I think it's yeah. because like the '80s were such a less cynical time. Yeah. Like we're yeah. so like dark and cynical and like about everything now we couldn't there's no way you, no. you have to have like a certain level of just like pureness yeah so yeah mm-hmm. like the pureness like there's so many shows from back then it's like trying to teach good morals and like how did so many people turn out like shit like when they grew up on shows like this <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, it just happens. I'm a terrible person. I can't help what I do, Matt. I can't help what I am, Matt. I'm sorry. Tammy, um, you hurt me in the following ways. Your TV viewing habits have hurt me in the following ways. You got me hooked on catfish. Brad got me hooked on hoarders. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I got Brad hooked on extreme cheapskates. It's fine. I got my own back. <laughs> Terrible, terrible shows. Matt got me hooked on Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt. Yeah. That never helps anyone. Well, Matt's the reason I'm watching Twin. I had watched Twin Peaks so. <laughs> because of Matt. I had to watch Inland Empire twice. <laughs> That's that. That truly scares people. I'm oh. sorry for that. Oh. Because of me, oh, Tammy had to watch uh, the Electra movie. Oh. oh. We're all terrible people. Her. Let's just admit it. <laughs> You're, so You're so wrong. You're so wrong. Uh, Alright, so, anyway, so yeah, Shuggy's talking about playing Rhett Butler, and she's so excited, because the captain uh, is dropping him off at the house, and maybe they'll be able to be part of the country club now, and yeah, mm-hmm. she's, I mean, yeah, that dress and her red lipstick and all that, I, it's all working for me, I think. So cute. cute. Her blonde hair, yeah, I think it's really cute. I like her outfit <laughs> later She says well. terrible, terrible things. Just, she looks adorable. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, watching it, watching it now silently, where I can just see the outfits and not hear what they're saying, is a little easier. <laughs> a little lady, if you just keep your mouth shut, yeah. you're much prettier. You know, uh, I mean, I wouldn't tell her that, but that's what I would think. <laughs> no, Tammy, it's okay. We're in Trump's America now, <laughs> and we've admitted we're all terrible people. Come on, that's true. I mean, I grew up on these shows, so yeah, I couldn't turn out any other way but be terrible. Uh, so we see Al, and he is walking through the park with Sam. What do we think about his outfit? Oh, no, it's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. The, the coral green, This green jacket, I do not like it. This green, yeah. dark he, green jacket so that's shapeless and gross. worn all of these things, but I don't think together in no. this outfit. But he has worn no, all of these things definitely. already. He's the just wearing all the pants. colors. Yeah, the mustard pants, coral top, green jacket, and a cheetah print tie. With his his mustard pants and his salmon top, he's a real egg roll. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. uh, Guys, if you haven't seen uh, Mr. T, somebody or be somebody's fool, the fashion segment (laughs) is delightful. I'll have to post that in the group. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It reminded me of, um, what is that movie with uh, the... The one where they killed the babysitter, uh, where the teenager. Don't tell, don't mom, don't tell, yeah, don't tell mom the babysitter. Yeah, that one. Yeah, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. They do that fa- the fashion scene at the end, like the the uh, fashion show, and that's what that reminded me of too. Nice. And I'm wondering, like, if they played off of each other, they like they learned Mr. T. And it's the creators having Mr. T near <laughs> the fashion show is delightful. Here comes Zena and Zena. <laughs> Zena with her catch. With her ketchup top and her mustard and her mustard sashi is a real hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> he was just really hungry making oh, that segment. God, it's a that's a great F. Oh guys, I've just thought of something. Just think of how many hopefully amazing fashions there's gonna be when Twin Peaks comes back. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I can't oh. wait. This is also the hat where Sam is wearing it that I think it's too small for his head and it's also too tall for his head. Yeah. It's, it's not a- too small for his head. It's just because he's got like golden retriever hair everywhere. Yeah. That well, it can't because, fit on that head. Yeah, exactly. It's just so, I'm like, it's just ill-fitting in all the ways. Yeah. The suit's yeah. not too bad, though. It's just a gray suit. Nothing. Yeah, yeah it's just a mint suit. Yeah. All right, so now he's going to talk to Lila, and Sam is sweating more than anyone in this entire oh, episode. What? Yeah. Oh my god! It looks like he stuck his head in a bucket of water. <laughs> it does. He like for a minute, I was like, "Why is he soaking wet?" Yeah. And I thought I'd missed something, and then I realized it's just because he's sweating. It's so, so gross. We all, never... we also do not get shirtless bacula in this no. episode because no, he would although... just be made of sweat. Yeah. So if people get that sweaty down south, like, why would you ever wear more than one layer? Like, why does anyone wear anything other than, a like, a tank top? Lila's got the right idea. She's just in, like, a little, you know, tank top sort of dress thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say got to let those pits breathe. Um, because um, men are not allowed to walk around just wearing tank tops. It's not allowed. You must wear <laughs> long pants and a proper shirt at all times. And a, and a suit jacket. I mean, I, I, I can't do uh, I would, I, it's, it's Florida. Like, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, you, can't, you can't. can't do that. I would love to. Like, I last uh, Black Friday, I was really looking at a corduroy jacket, but I was like, I can't buy that. <laughs> no, that would be stupid. A corduroy jacket and a pipe, Brad. And a turtleneck. 
I'm yeah. Tim. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been looking, uh, Dan just uh, recently got his real estate license, so if anyone's looking to buy real estate here Yay. in Florida, please uh, contact us. But he went, so he's been getting some suits lately, and we got a suit the other day. Brad, you'll have to see it. It's really nice. It's like, so now I've been like all about looking at different suits and stuff. And yeah, I mean, for the most part, he's probably just going to wear pants and some kind of dress shirt most of the time and have the jacket mm. with him, but he, to walk around in Florida in a full-on suit. It's, it's too, much. too much. Too much. It's too much. How do those uh, How do those characters at Disney World do it? Terribly. You know, yeah, in their big costumes. On and then they go and take yeah. it off. Worst job ever. Yeah, the, the actual costume, like the people that are in full-on character, uh, the face characters, I think, have to stay out there longer, but the ones that are in their costume, yeah, like Brad said, they work for 15 minutes and then they get 30-minute breaks and then they go back out for I 15 did. minutes and then they're on 30-minute breaks and they just have them I've had to do it before and I only, yeah, I could only do like half an hour, like yeah. at events and stuff yeah. because they're, oh my god, oh, they're so hot. And you just think of how many people are sweated in them as well, those costumes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they have to, they rotate them out because they can't have them out there for more than 15 minutes at a time, which yeah. I think is, I mean, on certain days, that's too long. It's way I, too long, yeah. Like, I don't know how these people are not passing out, but that's, <laughs> that's why they, they've got handlers for them. <laughs> but I mean, the people that have to work like the photographers and stuff at Disney that are out there all day, I can't even. Ooh, no. We were yeah. talking about them, because uh, my brother and his wife, they used to be photographers at Epcot, and we were talking about the costumes that they have to wear on Main Street in Disney World, and they have to wear full-on, like, knee socks. And everything. Oh, how? Yeah, yeah, terrible. That's why they chose to work at Epcot versus Magic Kingdom. <laughs> just, oh, just definitely. for clothing alone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay. So we meet Lila, and she is sticking with her story. She doesn't want to go on the stand. She doesn't want to do anything. Do you guys also think that she's not a very good actress? This woman. No. Not until, like, I, to me, I, I thought toward the end she was a lot better. I think at the beginning, she was, I didn't like They don't scene. give her a lot to do, because she's just obstinate. Mm-hmm. Like, I... A lot of her lines were very flat to me, just yeah. the way she delivered them were very like, no, I'm not doing this. She's, well, she seemed more, like, stage actressy versus mm-hmm. TV actress. Like, there's different acting styles you have to do on a stage versus television, and I felt like a lot of stuff yeah. was very stage-like. Just the way she went and sat down and the way she moved. And I'm like, it's so over the top. But again, I felt like then everyone kind of pulled it back a little bit at the end. And they let Sadie have her moment to shine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And shine she did. Yep. Um, So, yeah, she doesn't want to do anything. So Sam is having a hard time um, with with this case. Uh, she also, I also liked her line though. I ain't been innocent since they moved me into that house. I was like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Especially when you find out like everything. It's like, ay, ay, ay. Um, but you're already getting the sense of what this poor woman has had to go through. Then we meet the sheriff. Welcome. Okay, back go, Brad, town. go. Um, because oh, this guy. guy. This this guy, first of all, you can tell like he is just barely holding on to this thing because he is, clearly has a uh, a very high pitched natural voice, and he's really trying to play play this lower lower register Georgia Peach accent that is mm. 
Oh, he's hanging on to it by a thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, he's yeah, he's a cartoon character. Oh yeah, he's, his, he is Pokemon Licorn. But but when he giggled on the phone, I laughed too because oh, yeah. it was just this like little high pitched <laughs> giggle, and I was like, oh, that's hysterical. And um, he apparently has been in X Files as well. He looks familiar. Yeah. I know I've seen him in a ton. Yeah, he though. does. I think I've seen him in a copy before. He was in that episode. Uh, Which episode was it? The Folly I Do. Oh. Greg Pincus. Oh. Oh, that was Oh What a Feeling Pincus on the Ceiling. Yes. (laughs) He was like (laughs) Bugman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is the the Bug People episode. Ugh, gross. Um, so, yeah, I also, he had a line that was pretty funny as well. He tells uh, Sam, we're all impressed, you want to do a good job, but enough's enough. (laughs) 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 Which I thought was hysterical, because they're all just thinking Leonard's just trying to somehow make himself, like, look a little bit tougher or something by taking this to the next level. And it just such tells a you, yeah, what kind of character, what kind of guy Leonard is. Plus, you know, we had Al telling us, too, like, he was such a fraidy cat in the waiting room. Also, Jeffrey Mark yeah. on Twin Peaks. Ah! Oh! oh that's why. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Nice. Part of that storyline, eh? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Part of the, the episodes that shall not be spoken about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I one of some of the episodes that if I didn't have the Twin Peaks podcast, I never would have made it through. We <laughs> 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 were like, and I'm out, skis. <laughs> um, all right. So what he, Sam wants is the because since Lila won't tell him anything, he wants to see the uh, confession. It's kind of crazy, like they weren't giving Sam any information yeah. to go. Yeah, they wouldn't give him the confession. Like, like why doesn't he have a copy of that already? Yeah, uh, I guess because the the whole thing was that it was like this pre done trial. Like, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to confess mm-hmm. to. This is what we're going to give her, and yeah. we'll be done. So I, I guess he wouldn't have needed the confession or anything because he wasn't going to actually try this case. But yeah, it's still kind of kooky. So um, and so Sam decides he's going to go visit uh, Myrtle. Because yep. since she's Myrtle. one of the only other people that witnessed the crime. She's the other maid. Yeah. And that's when we first meet Sadie. And she talks about dead calla lilies and <laughs> like, don't, don't. That bit on. where she, yeah, yeah she like looks out and she says something like, I don't know if they'll ever come back. Yeah. And it's, I was just like, whoa. So I don't know what's wrong with her. Is she just catatonic or does she have like a brain disease? I think she's in shock. She's like kind of gone catatonic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it doesn't, because like later on she's convinced that um, uh, Houston is hunting, isn't she? Yeah. But this is this is, uh, it's kind of funny because like she, in the other episodes that we mentioned earlier in the trivia, the trilogy episodes, and I don't know, Brad, if you remember this, there's a character in those episodes who really reminds me of this character and that character is played by Meg Foster, but she again is this oh, yeah. kind of older lady, very softly spoken, but she's kind of slightly catatonic, and it's just the way the lines are delivered. It's almost like this character is the proto type for Meg Foster's character later. Yeah. 
Yeah. She's in it quite a bit. It's but a they, real, the characters it's a real really Shakespearean uh, uh, crazy woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. very generic. She's slightly catatonic, maybe some post-traumatic stress, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of just, you know, she's seen to... too much, yeah. and her mind couldn't withstand the terrors. Exactly. She watched exactly. season ten of X Files. <laughs> she broke. A frail constitution. What happened to us all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so she has some lines where you're all of a sudden getting this image of her going, being like, uh, oh, I don't know what's wrong with Sadie, but I might know originally was. What's up with this creepy lady and her calla lilies? I don't understand what's happening. I remember that she was the the actual killer, so I was kind of watching it knowing that. I didn't remember anything. I just thought, like, yeah. oh, well, you know, old rich white ladies. Yeah. You, you get all the time and you just lose your mind. I guess. And that house <laughs> is massive. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They have all the money. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe he's not the captain of anything other than that house. He's <laughs> 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 Captain Cash. Yeah. Captain of the house. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, they had a massive slave plant, like, yeah. thing oh, yeah. working plantation. on plantation and stuff. Yeah. People are still rich from that today. Oh, like, so a, fr- a friend of mine was telling me about a rich friend of his, um, and uh, he asked him one time, so what's what's your, your family into? Like, why, why are, or how'd they get so rich? And he's like, I'm not even going to lie, slaves. <laughs> like, oh, like, people are still living off that money from that time. That's so insane to me. Yeah. Because, you know, that money nowadays is not that much money. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess guess you have all that property and interest, yeah, and everything, so. Good investment. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we meet Myrtle. Poor little old Myrtle. I remember her from Little House in the Prairie. (laughs) Yeah. Hester Sue. Apparently, is that who she was? Yeah. Apparently, the woman who plays Sadie was like I read in the trivia, like a character from All My Children, which I never watched, but she was in like thousands of episodes of that. Do you know who else? Uh, Mer- do you know what else Myrtle is known for? And do you know what no. her name is? Keddy Lester or Lister? She uh, sang um, the song from Blue Velvet. Their uh, love letters. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Love oh, letters so cool. straight to Rage. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a little link with uh, Dean Stockwell. Yeah. <laughs> Although that was a song before that movie. but. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she sang it for them. <gasps> All roads lead to uh, Dean Stockwell. Kenny Lester was in an episode of Sugar Time. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Oh, the show that we really want to see? <laughs> it can't be the same, right? Uh, wait, it can't be the wait, same. What, what year are we talking? Where are we at? 77. That's it. Seriously? It's the same thing? Yep. Brad, 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 for our listeners, please can you explain <laughs> the, the myth oh of the show Sugar Time, Guys, please? Listen, I'm recruiting you all to help me track down this show because... Uh, listen, we found uh, we found a compilation of like of like failed um, um, TV shows from like the seventies. They're opening credits, and one of them was Sugar Time. It's a show that stars <laughs> Barbie Benton, who was like Hugh Hefner's girlfriend, and some other like modelly looking ladies, and they're in a band. But it is the most disturbing opening credits ever because it's this 
it's it starts off with actual young girl children playing, and this creepy fucking dude is singing this song. Some are cute and some are sweet. Some are blah 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 blah. And then it goes yeah. into this, and then it goes into these sexy ladies, and it's like, girls, 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 don't, don't you, you wanna, wanna touch them? Like it is oh. the most upsetting opening credits, and this has been scrubbed from the world. Yeah. You cannot find an episode anywhere. You can't find a DVD. You can't find a bootleg. This show has been wiped out. I believe Hugh Hefner is probably the only person that has some like old tapes locked in a closet somewhere, oh, um, which is gross. I just don't know <laughs> what the fuck this show is. Um. <sighs> It's bonkers. We know Look that she up. was in it. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll post yeah. that video in the group. I'm sorry to everyone. Um, because you need to know. Um, but she was in an episode of Sugar Time! Exclamation point, yeah. Called Fear wow. of Heckling in 1977. The fourth episode of Sugar Time. The fourth, that means someone knows enough to categorize and know titles of episodes. Yeah. Someone, someone knows something. Maybe you can help solve a mystery. <laughs> Please call our phone back. We need Dr. Sam Beckett to leap in time to the 70s and find that episode. Dr. Sam Beckett to get on this mystery. Yes. Wow. This is insanity. (laughs) I did not know I would (laughs) click on that. One step closer, guys. One step closer. (laughs) One step closer to Sugar Time. So. Myrtle, I think, is quite good in this scene when yes. she gets really upset and yeah. she kind of breaks down. I was like, oh no, I felt so bad for her. And she also does not want to go up on the sand and say what she knows. And it's and it seems like, this is when we started to the point that it's very clearly, like, they have a problem with swearing on the Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, gross. Yeah. I, I always think it's gross when, when black people are so super Christian when it's the, it's the religion that enslaved them in the first place. And I don't understand... Yeah. How they went from that to, you know, it being so seeped in their culture. Yeah, it's very. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I would think for in this particular time where they still had, I mean, they're not slaves, but they're all these housekeepers and maids. Like they literally grew up in these households, and that's what they were mm-hmm. taught. And also, like that's just it's. You're not, and they don't read yet. themselves, so and they, they don't can't exactly. Read they and don't expand read. their knowledge. No. Yeah, and Christianity is parasitic in that it's it like at least what's largely pushed is this whole like um you're the you're the unfortunate, but you're going to be rewarded. I mean that's all religions, but Christianity plays yeah. really heavily on you're oppressed, put down people, um but you're going to be liberated. You just have to be a strong warrior for God. It's, well, it's and again, like, this whole thing about, like, you know, these people are leaving their families, having to work in these homes. In this episode, Lila was there since she was 14, that we know of. And buried seven brothers and sisters. Buried seven brothers and yeah. sisters, lost her family, came to this house where basically they, in her mind, they saved her. She mm-hmm. never had to get sent back. Yeah, she says, uh, save and from a religious standpoint, they're saying God loves you, and she probably has never felt that in her entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's to me, it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't go with with some kind of religion that's telling them that, and and yeah, and then t- 
to be. Told. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I would trust anything that came from the people who enslaved me. <laughs> but <laughs> again, like, here they're not enslaving; they're saving. No, I mean that's, yeah, that's what she's. It's all manipulation. The, yeah, that's what she's saying. Because I mean, and then we go back to this whole thing that Houston beat her and raped her, and she thought it was love. No. Yeah. And and it seems well, like you know Myrtle so kind of thought the same thing, and yeah. and so did Sadie. Yeah. And in some ways, I'm sure he did love her, but then he didn't. You know, right. it's, it's. I mean, that fucked up stuff still goes on now. So, but mm-hmm. so to, well, it's that whole thing of uh, you make me do this because I love you exactly, so much type thing. Exactly, and, and you know, to, I don't know if it was Myrtle or Sadie, one of them that had said the whole part about like he just learned to resent her because he couldn't really be with her. Because, oh, that was Sadie. Yeah. yeah. Which was yeah, sad. they could never it get was, married. Yeah, they couldn't, and um, and so yeah, so he learned to resent her. Um, but yeah, when I look at like especially the fifties and and even prior to that, when there wasn't actual slavery, slavery like yeah, these people quote unquote willingly went to go work in these houses because they were being taken care of, mm-hmm. and that's what they were taught. So again, it was. To them, it was looking at it as if they were being saved, not as if they were being oppressed. Because they were being taken from something even worse. Ugh. Yeah, so, so insidious. You know, that's that's of where they're, they're going to find something like religion, because someone's telling them, well, somebody loves you. Sure, you can't do anything bad, but if you're good, you'll be, like to Brad's point, you'll be rewarded, and somebody loves you. Where a lot of these people have had none of that. And also, you got to factor in, like, a large amount of illiteracy. There's yeah, no exactly. way to get the knowledge to, like, yeah, exactly. to know anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And basically, just the past is the worst, guys. The <laughs> past is the worst. Now is garbage, sure. Yeah. But it was worse. Which is scary <laughs> to think. Oh. But the past must have been better because we're all about making America great again, like these yeah, I mean, times. I wish that America would be great again. Just like in this episode of Quantum Leap, <laughs> yeah. we want to go back to the 50s. <laughs> these are the days they want to go back to, guys. When uh, conservatives sure. talk about taking us back to the 50s, this is what they're talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. unquestioned yep. white dudes called Captain for I no only want to be taken back to the fashions <laughs> of the 50s, but not the actual 50s. Me too, Tammy, me too. You want to sweat through those fashions? Because you live in Florida, Tammy. <laughs> well, yes, but I actually have working AC, unlike these people. Now when you go back to then. <laughs> no, I don't want to go back to then. I just want to get the fashions. That's Sorry, you get, you get the fashions and, and the air conditioning. They go no, together. No, no. Bundle pack. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I know. Oh, so much wool. All right, so we find out from Myrtle that they fought like possums in heat, <laughs> and he beat and raped Lila from the time she was fourteen. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh. find out. So good times. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't like any any kids or anything. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, again, we've got Myrtle saying she's not going to go testify. Um, Sam shows up at court, and, let's see, and then Al shows up. <laughs> this is the, the Al outfit of the episode, oh, yeah. I think. Red yeah. fedora, black waistcoat, red trousers, red and black tie, and it's that weird thing again where he's got a little extra flap on his shirt that the tie's with tucked the into. Buttons. With all the buttons, and all the buttons on his collar. Yeah. But, I do like but it's a much better outfit yeah. than his first one. Yeah. yeah, this outfit's cool. And um, 
I, I feel like we've seen at least pieces of this outfit, but not this whole outfit together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We've seen this shirt before, I'm sure we have. Yeah. You should be playing piano in a bar. Yes. <laughs> and, uh... Play it again, Al. <laughs> Al comes up with a very good idea, so Sam is not talking to him in court. Uh, <laughs> to go ahead and, and act like his fly is down and it's caught and he needs to go use the judge's chambers alone. I love what the judge says. He's like, well, he, he can't do a, you know, a trial with his fly undone. Like, <laughs> I just love the way he says it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of like this judge. I mean, he's as fair as you're going to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got lucky with the judge. Yeah. He even, like, agrees with Sam that none of the jury are um, Lila's peers. Correct. Like, he agrees with that because he, um, when the other guy, like, complains, he, you know, he basically allows Sam to speak. But then he says the issue is that none of, you know, uh, there are no black voters, so we can't have black jurors. But he actually does agree with the the first thing that Sam says, which is kind of cool. The outrage was so delicious when (laughs) the equality thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) <laughs> so good. Yeah, and Al is so proud of Sam. Oh, yeah. That's a good move. Yeah. yeah. Good move. Oh, BFFs. <laughs> you just burned the shit out of him, Sam. <laughs> I know. It's a aloe vera. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, the trial must continue as is with that jury. Uh, and then we bring out, we start seeing, like, all the people coming up and testifying against um, Lila. Mm-hmm. And they've all got the exact same story as if they had watched a play. <laughs> Is that to set us up for the next episode? By a different director. <laughs> oh, the next. Oh, the next episode, Terry. <laughs> Brad might cry, cry with excitement if oh, yeah. you if you mention it again. <laughs> um. So yeah, he says that she signed that confession under duress. Which I think is yeah. kind of crazy. I mean, cause since she can't read and obviously not write, like, how is she signing anything? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, they, that even happens nowadays with, yeah. like, when people have been it's... arrested abroad and they're just presented yeah. with a piece of paper and it's like, this is your confession, sign it. You could be signing anything. Yeah. So but people crazy. panic. Um, and we've got, a, of course, the captain in, in the front row, like, just continually looking over. So horrible. Um, so they're going to take a break while the judge thinks about the whole thing about her signing under duress. And while they take their lunch break, um, we get some sugary time again. Not sugar time, but oh. some sugary time. <laughs> <laughs> some are cute and some are sweet. And I, do, I like her outfit again. It's really cute. Yeah. yeah. With her little white gloves All and her everything and her, her big white earrings. I'm like, those earrings are so And her flowery <laughs> umbrella. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did put in my notes, though, cloak your shit, Sam, because he's just walking through the park chatting with Al. La la la, not a care in the world. Always. Yep. Oh, Sam. So she made him some uh, honey, honey-covered honey chicken? Chicken. Oh, yum. And some yeah. uh, potato salad. I do yes. like that she brought it like a little picnic basket and everything. <laughs> uh, and then we've got the captain showing up being a douche. And... Uh. And being so polite about everything, though, Claire, you know, like you said. Yeah, so so passive. Like, oh. That's that southern stereotype. It's like politeness, but it's like evil under the surface. (laughs) 
That's Brad. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. that's me. That's definitely me. <laughs> Are you the captain? <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm so polite. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and around this time, I think like right before this scene, Josie decided she was bored with this episode. This is the first time she has not finished watching an episode of Quantum. Whoa! Oh no! I mean, Isn't I can see bad? from her perspective though why this is kind of a dull episode comparatively yeah. to uh, some of the other ones. It's a it's a hot courtroom drama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'm like thinking, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking, like, I don't think she's going to like a lot of the courtroom episodes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this dude is just totally an asshole. And this is also when Leonard puts Shiggy in her place and says, don't you ever call her a colored whore again. Oh, and, that was uh, great. Yeah. You know what would have been great? If they got gotten um, fucking Perry Mason to play this part. <laughs> Oh, yes! That would have brought together, because, I mean, like, he could perfectly play the part. He would yeah. be great. Yeah. Oh, man, Um, And and uh, Sam is taking the lunch that Shiggy packed for him and taking it over to Lila. Shiggy is not impressed. No. And, uh, yeah, she's also not happy with what the captain had to say to her, either. <laughs> I felt bad. She was, like, so uncomfortable, because yeah. she also s- still kept trying to be polite about everything. <laughs> That's also, so um, I think he was going to share that lunch with her husband, so he also took her lunch oh, away. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, he was <laughs> like, I'm going to split this lunch with Lila and not you. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm you go hungry. hungry. Yeah. I slaved away in the kitchen and then sat in the hot courtroom. <laughs> Can I just have a bite? <laughs> nope. You go hungry. Not until you're not. Just think about what you did. Less racist. Yeah. I'm just as racist as anyone. <laughs> in Louisiana, you know. I'm as racist as you. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Sam's talking to Lila and trying to get, she's still like, I'm not going up on there, on that stand. I'm not, basically, she's not going to defend herself. And then he reads the confession to her and she realizes, like, obviously that it, I think it was when he got to in Jesus's name, he called something like that. Yeah. And she, like, kind of flipped out. And then she gets all She upset. breaks down and folds herself up in those big manly bacular arms. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> those big sweaty bacular arms. Oh, no. Um... <laughs> I just like to think that they just sprayed Bacula down. He was not really that sweaty. <laughs> um, and then we've got the like the courtroom officer or whatever that comes in, and he comes in and says, "Oh, Leonard." Yeah. And so okay. <laughs> just leaves. <laughs> so here's the thing, <laughs> and because Dan and I started busting up laughing because we used to do like take improv classes and there was this girl that was in our improv classes and she was young she was like 17 18 years old and she did not curse and whenever she something like went wrong or anything like that she, she would say ha- oh leonard she would say <laughs> oh leonard no clue what? why we didn't, you know, oh, Ooh, Leonard. What? And it was just the most bizarre thing, but it's always been a joke that Dan and I have kept because it was so <laughs> stupid. And so sometimes it comes up. Why so Leonard? when we watched this episode, I was like, was she just a quantum leap? <laughs> like, I don't understand. But it was, but just how this officer said, all oh, Leonard, that's how she would say it. It was amazing. Really, 
really bizarre. <laughs> it was dope. Um, well, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, I don't know why all Leonard. Oh, Leonard. So weird. <laughs> but yeah, so sometimes if you ever hear me Maybe say... she's not a fan of Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we are... Oh, is this where Sam is missing? No, not yet, right? Sam's trying to force her to um, yeah, that's not gonna to happen. speak uh, about the confession. That, that's She's about 45 not... minutes of the episode of Sam getting yeah. trying to get her to, to stand up for herself. <laughs> um, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then we've got a scene with just Sam in the courtroom with uh, talking to Al. And, you know, trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then Myrtle comes in. And he shows Myrtle... Oh, we learn from Myrtle that the captain has basically told these people that if they speak up against um, anything or, like, talk about this to anybody, what actually really happened, that they're all going to hell. (laughs) And and he made them swear in a Bible, which is why they don't want to swear in a Bible because he scared the shit out of them. I guess he's a a captain in the the church, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... Captain, I don't know. He's a captain of the Christian army. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not Christianity. Like, he's I, in the crusade. Like, oh, I, oh, fuck it. I can't. I can't. Like, these people that are, like, so afraid of this, it's like, I, and that's what it does. It makes people afraid. That's the whole job of religions is to make mm-hmm. people afraid of things. And fuck it. I can't It's also it. the job of our government. <laughs> They're very good at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> really so. freaking people out <laughs> um yeah and so like i could understand him doing that to lila and to myrtle but it seems like the captain did this to everybody I did. everyone in the town yeah like it was it's like, like it's like this like uh, christian trick card it's like all right anything i don't want you to tell someone i'm just gonna have you swear on a bible so yeah. you can't and now it's it's like a magic spell ah i can't yeah. have I'll catch on fire if I do, because they literally believe they'll yeah. burn in hellfire. Yeah. If they... Ugh. Oh, it's so dumb. So, of course, Bacula finds something convenient in the Bible to uh, go against that. Yeah. Because, you know, you can... It's a book of multiple choice. You can find anything you want in the Bible. <laughs> you know where to look. Al found that for him, didn't he? Yeah, Al yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, Al found it really quick. Well, I think it was well, Ziggy, but... Yeah. It? So yeah when I, he when was I banging used to on watch... Ziggy to get it. <laughs> So when I used to watch this as a kid, I always thought Ziggy was an AI. But Ziggy's an actual person, right? That he's communicating? No, no. Ziggy is an AI. Oh, okay. Ziggy is... Gushy is the person. Yeah. So Ziggy's, Ziggy's basically Siri. Yeah. 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 And okay. just about as effective. Except they repeatedly yes. say that Ziggy is an asshole. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Siri's an asshole as well. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Practically useless. Yeah. Um, now, my question is, we've done this. Now, we... Why doesn't she testify? Oh, did she and we just didn't see it? I don't know. I don't. I I don't know if it was just. Oh, because she says she still won't. She still won't testify. I think it's because she's protecting Sadie yeah. still. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, but it it yeah, because it was like I don't know if that was also just a scene to show us as the audience why everyone like no one was uh, this whole thing okay. with Lila. I think they should have made like, that a little more clear. Yeah, because it was very weird. Yeah, it should have been like, all right, we've conquered this. And they're like, all right, so now we can testify. Now we have a case. Um, then she's like, 
No, but I still can't. And then we need to realize there's a bigger mystery. Because yeah, but then the, they would have mm, had to take out at least 15 minutes of him trying to convince Lila to get on the stand. Yeah. So, I mean, I will say, you do get a real shock at the end there. Yeah. But they did, but, I, I was shocked. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> still, at what cost? <laughs> um... So then we're back in court with Sam nowhere to be found, and it's like he left Lila there. Just did a runner. <laughs> Which was kind of funny, like, because how long had they been there? Did they say how long they had been waiting for him? It seemed like, uh, like a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this whole time he had went down to Baton Rouge, got himself a, a subpoena to make Sadie come yeah. and talk. And then you got which he didn't need because she seemed quite happy anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I think it was to make sure the captain couldn't do anything. Oh yeah, because like I mean, yeah, he's yeah. objecting. He's because I mean you know, and I can understand from the yeah. judge's perspective. Like uh, this woman's son was murdered. You don't necessarily want to, have to put her no. up if you don't have to. But she she did the classic uh, TV trope of crazy old white lady coming in and saying, "Oh, hush up now! I'll just go ahead and have a seat." And uh, <laughs> I was I was like, I feel like I've seen this and stuff before. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's just willing to to tell everyone what happened because to her, like you know, she did, her son's out hunting still. Not the why is yeah. everyone so upset? Well, she, and yeah, she and she thinks it's because Lila's on trial because she stole money, but then. She can clear it right up. She didn't yeah. steal money. Sadie gave her the money. So. Oh. The bit where she's like, so, and that's when I got the shotgun is like, oh, yeah. shit. So good. Um, I love her little white purse, by the way. She looks yeah. so cute with her, like, her little white hat and her gloves and her little purse. And, um... Poor Lila is crying. She just she's trying to protect Sadie and just doesn't want her to go through this. And but that's Sadie really what cares I was like, about her, yeah. Because uh, okay. basically, what it comes down to is she was going to give her money so she could get away and get out of town. Yeah. Um. Because like her son is like abusive and like like beating her, and so then the son finds out that she's going to leave and he fucking loses it. Yep. And he's beating her, and the mother's afraid she's going to kill her. Mom's gets the gun. Bam. He has no face. <laughs> yeah, when they talked about yeah. that, like, oh, that bit as well when Myrtle says he had no face. It was like, oh, yeah, he blew his yeah. face off. Oh, <laughs> no. Yikes. So, uh, yeah, this kind of like complicates my feelings on the captain because like I was just I was content to hate him for being a racist, like just an asshole who just wanted to be racist and didn't care and stuff. But he was trying to protect his wife. So, uh, like. It's still horrible, but nah, like, I, I still don't like him. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand his desperation. I guess I understand his desperation. Yeah, what, we don't find was, out what happens to Sadie. It's kind. She's of, gonna go to an old timey psycho, psycho, uh, psychiatric institute, yeah. and it's basically like in human conditions, and you know, uh, yeah. American no. Horse season two. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be ruled an accident. Or exactly. Rich, exactly. rich white lady. Yeah, not she's gonna be anywhere. fine. She's gonna be fine. That's I'm not, true. I'm not worried about Sadie. And Although I, the bit where Lila says, I hope that she never remembers oh, is like, oh, so can you imagine? Oh. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, sad. she takes the sand, she tells the story, and um, it's just... Oh, it is hard. It is it's really hard. Everyone in the courtroom is just like, oh! Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to know this. <laughs> yeah, and Lila just sitting there crying. Oh, it's so harsh. 
Because <laughs> she cries at the very start when Sadie start when Sadie's talking. Because she's, she's ready to like take yeah. the punishment for this rather than to have this. Because this woman saved her life. Yeah. Like a couple of times over now. Yeah. And now, oh. Oh. Gonna make me tear Harsh. up talking about it. <laughs> so good. This, I love this show, guys. I know I say every week. Oh, I'm gonna say again. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I also like Sadie's earrings, her little flower earrings, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, the little white and red ones. That's the point of this podcast. <laughs> I really like her little flower <laughs> We're earrings. We're not talking about serious stuff, it's about fashions. <laughs> Um, so we get the next scene where, where Lila's getting the fuck out of that town, wherever that hundred yeah. bucks is going to take her, that's where she's going. Good plan. Um, I thought her little hat was cute. Her little mini hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like her dress here, no. but I thought her little hat was really cute with the ponytail. But like her dress has like this massive collar. Um, yeah, not good. Like something an eighty-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It was something like uh, old. What's her face would wear out of um, uh, Color of Truth episode. Yeah. You know the old lady. Yeah, the old lady <laughs> Color of Truth. Um, so she wants to pay Sam whenever she starts making money. She wants to send him money, and he says no. What you can do, the way you can pay me back, is by learning to read. <laughs> <laughs> and uh she just this actress really just like her facial expressions it was wonderful she was great she mm-hmm. she looked like it really touched her like for him to do this i was like See, yeah she now, was this much better awesome. in this scene yeah <laughs> um but the bad news yeah. guys is <laughs> she's still all the way in the back of that fucking bus <laughs> <laughs> oh yep. no oh yep. um, <laughs> yep. And even worse, um, I don't know if you guys got a, got a look at the uh, bus driver, but that dude looks a lot like Ringo Starr to me. <laughs> oh no! She's gonna be murdered, guys. Ringo Starr's on the loose. <laughs> Noted serial killer. He's still on his campaign of death. Oh God. Oh. Uh, so immediately after the bus pulls away with Sam's weirdo hat. <laughs> He's wearing that weirdo hat again. That hat just does not fit him. I wish he would not wear that hat. Um, he is left uh, into... <laughs> uh, let's see. He's left into a chair where he's getting makeup on. Brad? And uh, Brad, would you like to explain um, what's about to happen? Guys, um, Sam's about to go on as, Do- as Don Quixote in Man of La Mancha. And uh, my heart skips a beat. Because it's the greatest episode of Quantum Leap ever, and the most influential hour of television of my entire life. <laughs> Yay! So, uh, very. I'm so excited. excited. Yep, yeah, very exciting, very exciting. So that'll be next week's episode. So uh, that was this week's episode of Quantum Leap. Uh, what is this thing called? Uh, so help me God. So help me God, because that's what she says at the end. I promise. So help me God. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of funny to watch Sam, like, try and, like, get her attention in the bus and having to go all the way to the back, but, like, stopping a couple times because he didn't know where she was sitting. And I, I'm i sitting there watching going, to the back, Sam. She's in the back of the bus, Sam. <laughs> 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 and that's where she was. <laughs> all right. So for this episode, best dress, worst dress. Uh. Uh, I like Al's outfit, but I also yeah. like everything that Shuggy wears. 
So oh, yeah, that's tough. Al's outfit, I feel like that outfit, or very close to it, has won before. But I yeah. like Shiggy's outfits. Um, I think out of Shiggy's outfits, I think I like the first one better than the second one because it was more understated. Mm-hmm. I couldn't focus on the fashion. There was too much sweat on everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought Shiggy was one of the few people that yeah. didn't sweat a whole lot because she... <laughs> I mean, she wore a big sun hat. She knew how to protect herself exactly. against the elements. Had an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Brad, thoughts? I, um, hmm. I yeah. mean, her second outfit was cute, too, but... I, I think I like the second one more than the first. I, I, I think I like it because it's a little more bold. Well, that's true. It did not match the mm-hmm. umbrella, unfortunately. That's true. But, uh, <laughs> but the hat and the dress matched perfectly. She had the little blue ribbon around the hat that matched the dress. I, I'll yeah, do the second outfit. I was good cute. with both, yeah. I'll do the second I didn't, outfit. I, did, I didn't like Al's uh, leopard print tie. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't like that first outfit at all. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, and, and everyone else was kind of just wearing plain suits, so I would say Al's first outfit definitely lost. Um, is he going to lose against Sam's uh, sweat-stained everything? <laughs> ah, but that's the best prop of the episode. Oh. I feel like that was everyone, though. Okay. It's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, what made his stand out more than anybody else's? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, all right. Who won and who lost? I mean, I I, I think, would think that um, Lila won. won. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And she's going to learn to read. Except she's going to be killed by Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain, no. Captain. But we don't, we don't know that. Maybe she, you know. Look, she got out of a murder trial. <laughs> That's true. You know what? Maybe this is before Ringo was uh, killing. Maybe. Maybe he was just considering it. <laughs> he was just doing some research. Planning. Who lost this episode? Captain. Captain. Captain? Yeah. 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 Or Myrtle. Myrtle's still got to live in that horrible house. Yeah, Myrtle. Poor Myrtle. I was thinking Leonard, because he's going to come back. We don't know if he wanted to move. And, like, Suge's going to just treat him differently, because... Sam was completely different than Leonard. Yeah. Uh, but he's such a sad sack anyway, so who yeah. knows? He's probably going to find a do way we, to screw up his life and yeah. end up back. Do we know, do we know if, like, I, like, the people he jumps into, the, those people go into his body in the future, right? Yeah. No, well, they're in no. their body, but they have the aura of Sam. Yeah. Oh. It's very confusing. And they're sitting in a waiting yeah. room. Yeah, all. but yeah. they also... But I, I forget, does Al, like, keep them updated on what Sam's doing? Not... So they're completely confused when they go back? Really, no, at this no, point. Because, well, we get the yeah. one episode where Sam leaps twice. And oh, Frankie. He, yeah. yeah. And, he, and those people come back very confused and not knowing yeah. even when they are at. Yeah. But huh. they don't... The whole Swiss cheese yeah. brain thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... We do see more of the waiting room in later seasons and get an idea of... What, what might happen when yeah sort of one episode in particular I, don't know. I guess I'm okay with Captain losing because yeah. he's terrible I fucking hate that guy <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh and I, I, I honestly I honestly don't think it was he did a lot of it to protect Sadie so much as to protect his own ass and yeah, like definitely. make his son not look like a terrible person and whatever True. just yeah. in case so um so I, I just can't feel bad for him <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're a better person than me. You obviously did not watch as many 80s shows as I did. <laughs> um, all right, time for feedback. We've got two pieces of feedback. Two voicemails, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Healthy Fashion Cast, my feedback for So Help Me God. Um, so, most of the episode I thought was handled pretty well. There was the odd, and I don't know, maybe this was handled well, maybe it wasn't. <laughs> maybe it's all point of view, I don't know. Um, I forget everybody's name because I watched it yesterday, other than Sam and Al, of course. I remember their names. Everybody else is Horrible Racist 1, Harbor Racist 2, Judge, <laughs> Horrible Racist, Horrible Racist. And uh, Lady on Trial for Murder. So, Lady on Trial for Murder. Um, her story got very complicated at the end. But I thought it was an honest portrayal of somebody in that position where she would think it was okay that he was angry with her. And, like, she had... I don't know, maybe she had been so abused that she fell into to that place where she thought it was okay that the guy was doing it and loved her or something i don't know and not to say that's good or anything like that but i felt like it was an honest portrayal of something that could happen in that situation um it's nice that she wasn't the murderer and that the other old white lady was because she won't go to jail so we don't have to worry about or prison i should say she (laughs) won't go to prison we don't have to worry about that um my three sons judge uh he was a little too helpful to Sam. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, like, super helpful, but considering what he should have been uh, portrayed as, he was definitely way more helpful than I think he would have been. So, they, they handled it pretty well. Just some odd things there with the abuse angle and the rape angle and and how portraying the victim. And uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was well done enough and that, you know, everybody's going to have a different reaction and that being, especially in a situation where you really have no recourse at that time, or barely now anyway, uh, that that you would somehow think to make them love you or something. I don't know. It's it's odd, but uh, that's all I have for this one. Uh, yeah, nobody did anything terrible. Oh, Sam, Sam leaped into, uh, let's be honest, the guy Sam leaped into, probably a terrible racist also, like everybody else in town. Boy, he's going to be yep. in for a shock when he comes back. Good for him. Good for Sam. He uh, maybe he'll get the guy a heart attack and he'll die. And everybody else in the town, I don't know, will stumble over each other and hit their heads and all pass out in the way because they're all terrible people. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Nice. Thank you, and were you listening to Pan Pipes at the start of that voicemail, Michael? Because it sounded like it. He was probably watching Iron Fist. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like he was in a spa. Maybe he was. Did a bit. It was very strange. <laughs> All right, here's our next. Michael voice always watch maybe. his uh, Quantum Leap while he's at the spa. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. We already recorded this, but we had to stop it because I wasn't paying attention. Wow, you weren't paying attention <laughs> to something? That's a shock. <laughs> First of all, I thought the episode was mild. Mild? Yeah, because there were too many crazies. I only saw the one crazy. There were all the other crazies that were dressed up in those costumes. What costumes? The farmer's <laughs> costumes. Was... Those were awful actors. They just sat there and laughed. Like, <laughs> What did you like about the episode? I liked... I liked Al's matching tie and hat. It was like To Kill a Mockingbird. It was? Yeah. Why did your mom just look up in disgust? Mom, why did you look up in disgust? Because I was the one who asked you if you thought it reminded you of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. had a happier ending. Hey, spoiler alert. What? There's people that may not have seen the Kill a Mockingbird. 
with both of our feedbackers on Saturday. Yes. Oh, I'm so jealous. We're going to get no feedback for the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Michael David usually records somewhere in the middle of the that's week. True, and true. he sends it in, so I still expect Other listeners, it's up to you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, but both families will be in town. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be very fun. Indeed. Oh, awesome. It will be the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Is that uh, just a coincidence, or is it going to be? Is it like a Calavici fest going on? I don't know. It's uh, Calavici Con uh, 2017. <laughs> what? Where's, where's my ticket? I demand oh, a ticket. I'm buying everyone oh. little mini uh, sunglasses for their ties. Yay! <laughs> that would be so great. Do I not get a ticket because I'm technically a chump? Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't buy tickets for Bichon Freezes. <laughs> Oh. Sorry, it's printed on the bottom. Uh, no free Bichon Freeze allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw a Bichon Freeze today, and the Bichon Freeze Brad was hanging out with what looked like a golden Labradoodle. Those two should never mix. They should never mix. Awesome dogs and horrible little disgusting goblin dogs. <laughs> Sorry, goblin dogs are pugs. That's what I call them. Yeah, pugs are goblin dogs. Agreed. Alright, thank you guys for feedback and thank you, Matt, for joining us. Uh, where can no we find you on the internet? Uh, Twin Peaks Podcast will be coming back yeah. uh, soon. And, um, with Brad? I, with Brad, I, I assume. Yeah, unless absolutely. something's changed. Okay. <laughs> unless, uh, unless they kill off Hawk in the first episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they better not. Oh. They won't. Come on. Okay, okay. He's invincible. Um... Also, Matt is wrong about games and uh, Hooplecast, where we are currently talking about every pilot episode of every HBO drama. Very cool. Uh, All right. Uh, Anything else anyone wants to say before we head on out? Oh, Founders Pod is back, and Matt forgot to pimp it. So I was waiting. I was waiting for you to do it. That's why. Bad, Matt. Bad. I was like, oh, is Claire not going to do it? Then I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well I'm not going to do it because yeah, I'm back. lazy <laughs> well, yeah, and Brad will be our back. guest on the very final episode Yay. oh is that when you're on? Yeah. wow so I can watch all the ones I won <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and maybe Josie at some point will join us since apparently she's oh I hope so 
further ahead than any of us. Well, except for Claire, but she's up to, like, episode six or seven. She's not watched any of the other ones. She's not liked them. So this one, she actually likes Iron Fist. So interesting. Interesting. Mm. But she's very racist. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, if that's all, then we're going to be out. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com and send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast and you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. Some are cute and some are curvy. Some are shy and some are nervy. Some are mean and some are grouchy, but they smile and dance. Girls, 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 don't you And some are curvy, some are shy, and some are nervy. Some are mean, and some are grouchy, but they smile and... Girls, girls, girls.